0: cocktail, powered by the Rising Tides charity. For all of those who have listened to our podcast in the past, you know that we're here to give voice to those who are creative in our community and those who may be struggling or having a challenge and distress. So we know that you are, as a creative person, you may have had moments or you may have never decided to become creative for whatever reason. And our goal is to make sure that by listening to this podcast, that you would get one word or two words that may inspire you to either keep going or to start going. Today, we have a wonderful guest on the podcast. Uh, Mia Walter is on with us. So say hello, Mia, to everyone.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: So Mia and I have had a chance to work together on a few projects, specifically around the 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 theater world here in Atlanta. One thing I can tell you uh, about Mia is that she's unbelievably thorough. One time we were working on something around creating marketing and creating a, a kind of a roadmap for what a collective of theater people would look like. And Mia stepped up and stepped in and she had created an unbelievably fantastic proposal that got everyone who was involved really engaged and really excited. So... I know that that kind of is still out there a little bit, Mia, but I just want to tell you personally, I, I appreciate your thoroughness and I thank you so much for that.
1: Oh, most welcome. I, I love working with the
0: collection. Yes. So Mia, let's do this. Let's, you know, a couple of things. We're going to talk a little bit about you and I'm going to ask you for some of the ways or tools you use to kind of get into your creative space. But, one of the things I think everyone in the audience will be excited to know, I know I'm excited, is that we've talked to people from all over the country and all over the world, and Mia is the first person we've ever had from Oklahoma, and specifically Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, I'm from Oklahoma City. Oh, Oklahoma City, oh. So, yes. So, the first person we've ever had from Oklahoma City. And, and I, I think that's, I'm referencing maybe one of your plays or something. Um but see it's amazing to me because I was as we were talking earlier, I was trying to get a sense as to have I ever been there and for those of you who know me know that I travel a lot or quite a bit and I haven't been. So me, I've gotta make it a, I you gotta know, make it a mandate or make it a mission to get to OKC in Oklahoma one day. So so it's a pleasure to have well, you. <laughs> It's a pleasure to have you. Tell everybody who have heard your voice for the first time a little bit about you. Tell everyone a little bit about Mia.
1: All right. Well, a little about me. Um, I am a playwright, um, an actor, um, and dabbling in screenwriting as well. Um, I'm the type of writer, I just want to create things that's going to empower, enlighten. Um, and just get people motivated, um, anytime, um, you know, uh, through storytelling. So that's like my whole mission is to empower and like, you know, and motivate people through storytelling. So, um, I love history, um, especially, um, African-American history. I love black history. So, uh, I'm like a history book. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I... Researching, you know, a lot of different things that has happened, you know, and within our community. And I like to, you know, bring it back to the community and enlighten, especially the youth, about our past and what's going on. So yeah, that's a little about me. I love poetry. I started off doing poetry before I became a playwright and screenwriter. Poetry was my my first passion. as my baby.
0: I, I didn't so. know that. that <laughs> I didn't know that. That's that's really cool. So I I went to a Production. Uh, I don't know how long ago this was. this had to be maybe getting close to a year, where uh, Mia was producing one of her one of her impactful product shows that she was just referencing, and it was so powerful. And was about the, the kind of the Black Wall Street movement, uh, if yeah. I got that right. Mia, that was so amazing. Tell the, the, the people a little bit about that without giving it all away.
1: Okay. Well, basically, um, the play is entitled Deep Greenwood. Um, it's a hidden truth about Black Wall Street. It uh, kind of tells how Black Wall Street got started, um, the years that it thrived. It does talk about the Tulsa Race Riot of 1921. And it also talks about how they rebuilt after the riot. Because um, I always tell people I'm from Oklahoma, and I never knew that they rebuilt after the riot. I thought after they, after the community burned down, it was it was done. It was over. So when I started researching it to create this play, I found out all this other information, and I was like, oh yo, I have to share this. So you know, the play tells
0: the whole story. That's fantastic. I, and uh, is are you producing that again? I think you might have referenced something that's upcoming. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah,
1: so I'm going to be doing uh, the play in Oklahoma City uh, in, uh, on November the 15th, and I'll be doing it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on November
0: the 16th. Oh, that's where I heard Tulsa. So yeah, everyone yes. who's, who, who's out there, get your plane tickets, get in your car, uh, make sure that you can get, um, get out to see that. Uh, at the end, me, I'm going to give you opportunity to share any of your uh, contact information and how people can find out more about it. Um, so let's sh- let's shift gears a little bit. So you know you mentioned that you're a playwright and an actor, and then the and then the play that you produce, you were in both. If if I recall, you did were doing both, you know, and actually doing some directing, if I recall. Um, but tell us, those who are listening, like how do you? What tools do you use as a creative person that helps you to be the most creative? Whether it's an environment, whether it's uh, uh, will you journal or write? Tell a little bit about how your creative process works.
1: Well, as a writer, um, it's going to be different, but uh, I like to write in a chaotic situation. So um, I do my best writing in like a busy restaurant where everybody's talking is really loud and um, I can sit there and then completely zone in on what I'm writing and I do like my best writing
0: in that type of environment. Wow, I'm the so, same. I'm the same way. I I, get, <laughs> I go to like loud Starbucks in Midtown and just sit there with my laptop and my headphones, and some of the best stuff comes out of that. Wow, <laughs> that's cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's awesome, and I, you know, I'm really old school. I I can only write pen and paper or pencil and paper. Like I can't type and flow. Like it doesn't flow as well. Um, as it does when i write it with a pencil or a pen on the notebook paper
0: oh wow so then when you write right. it when you when you um when you write it on pen and paper do you transcribe it into something else later on or do you do something like that yeah
1: so i use a uh, software on my laptop called final draft yeah so um after i write it then i uh, type it into final draft cuz of course i've written I'm I might have X out one complete page and totally rewrote that. So <laughs> but I I can do it better with a, a pen and a paper than just typing it. It just I don't know, it's just something about how it flows out. Yeah. And like if I'm if I'm typing it, it sometimes cuts off my creativity, my creative flow. And so I just I've noticed that I just go to a pen and a paper. Like, no, let me just pen and paper this.
0: Yeah, I've heard that, you know, that when you write something down, it triggers something in your brain differently than when you type it. Um, so that that's really interesting to hear. To hear. I, you know, I think i have becoming, maybe I'm becoming like in the matrix or something. Because I do like to write down things like on on my day-to-day stuff, all my thoughts and concepts. But I have become a little used to typing my stories. Uh, it's so fascinating how each person has a different way of, of being. Um, so you are from Oklahoma. How long have you have you been in Atlanta? Like a long time. Um, how long have you been
1: here? Uh, four years
0: this year. Oh wow! What what brought you to the city?
1: Um. Originally, I came to uh, Atlanta because I had wrote this TV series I was trying to pitch. Uh, wow. <laughs> but in the middle of trying to pitch a TV series, I met uh, this man in a production company. And he was like, you said you're an actor, but you're also trying to pitch a TV series. I was like, yeah. He was like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to do both. And he was like, well, you need to master one. So then I started taking acting classes. And then acting classes took me. My my acting coach was like, hey, do your TV series as a short film. So I started doing my TV series as a short film, which then I was introduced to Darrell Daniels. And he was like, do you have any plays that you wrote? And I was like, yeah, I want to play about Black Wall Street. Then Black Wall Street came to life as a play. So, Wow. So. And I
0: dropped
1: the TV series. <laughs> well,
0: I, I'm curious now. To, um, um, by the way, you mentioned Darrell, who's a, who's a great friend and a brother of mine as well. Um, you, so you mentioned a TV series. What was it about?
1: So... Um, the TV series was called Next Level, and it was basically like a more modern day, uh, different world. Oh. So it was about, you know, uh, students at, at HBCU, um, and it was like international students along with, you know, people from all over the United States. Well, like four different uh people from different walks of life, like some, some people were from... Oklahoma, of course, I to represent Oklahoma. Yeah. Some people from Brooklyn, New York, oh, Florida. and my, I have somebody in there from France.
0: Oh, that's my town, so. Brooklyn. That's awesome. You, <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You should oh, get the, you should. Yeah. I think that that has a market, you know, what you just described there. What you just pitched, you know, you're not pitching to me. You're just talking to me. But if someone's out there hearing it, I think that that's, that's, there's an audience for that show, you know.
1: Yeah, it was it I mean I put so much into the show. I researched every class that I um had in the show. Um so everything about the class is like, you know, what would have actually happened in a real class. But it takes place in like um in the two thousands, like like two thousand three, two thousand four. So it doesn't take place in the now right. but because um I felt like I could connect more with that era, because that's when I was in college, and college has really changed now, and there's a show out called Grownish that I do watch,
0: and it talks about the
1: more modern, yeah, yeah, it talks about modern college life, and I don't really like it, you know, I mean, I like the show, but I don't like how college is now, you know, how it's depicted, it takes away from the culture of it, like how it was when I was in college, so... I was like, you know, I would like to see that era, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, so I wrote it kind of almost in that that type of, um, yeah,
0: I wonder, time frame. I, I wonder, has there ever yeah. been a theater production about that experience? Um, and it does sound so compelling what you're, what you're describing there. I was like, I I would love to see that show that you're describing, but I'd also like to see that on stage. I think that would be great if it was on both.
1: Yeah, I I actually wrote six uh, episodes and I wrote like a 12 um, 12 episodic Bible, you know, 12 I outlined 12 episode. I wrote a seven season arc. Mm -hmm. I was like deep in it, you know, so like I already knew what the show was going to be like, how it evolved and all of that. so um, I, I want to eventually pick it back up, but I want to right now put into making Deep with what it needs to be, gotcha. and then I want to pick back
0: up next level. Yeah, you you've got some oh, great yeah. stuff there, you know, because your theater production can be a movie, and your TV show can be a theater production. <laughs> so that's pretty yeah, that's pretty awesome. So since you're you know you've been here for four years, you've got a You've got a unique perspective on my next question. So when you think about the Atlanta creative community, what are some of your thoughts? What are some things that are going well? What are some of the things that are opportunities for us in the community? What are are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, what I've um, noticed about Atlanta creatives is that um, what I really like is that we support each other. Um, I've never seen anything like that before. So, you know, the different playwrights that I've met, um, and the screenwriters that I've met um, here in Atlanta, if I have something, they come and support me. If they have something, I go and support them. And the support system is is great here. Um, so I absolutely love that. And we kind of feed off of each other. So um, like, you know, for example, yesterday I met with Jason Louder, you know, Jason. Yeah. And he really poured into me yesterday. And I just, I was so grateful for that. And I was so thankful because I did not have that type of uh, support from creative people back in Oklahoma. And I was like, man, this is just so awesome. Yeah. So um, that's what I like about the Atlanta Creatives.
0: Yeah, you, you you make such an amazing point there. Oh, Jason and Durrell and many others are really like that. Um, I, I've been here for quite a while. And it is different than, like, for example, New York, where I come from. A- Atlanta is just this wonderful place. Now, we've got our challenges, you know, um, but they're so small compared to the abundance of giving that we give each other. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It really it, it, mm-hmm. it is. Um, so tell me about this. Like, Who are some of the people that you look to or you've looked up to in your life? Or that have um, currently given you some inspiration. So you just mentioned Jason. Tell us about some other people who've been impactful in your life.
1: Um, already mentioned (laughs) Daryl. Um, uh, um, there was a a a lady I met at the Atlanta Theater Festival. Her name is Dr. Masha. And um, she, I, I ended up meeting with her outside of the Atlanta Theater Festival. And uh, she's a, a theater teacher out at a college. I can't even think of which college in Georgia. But um, she really gave me some really good pointers about what to do with play and how to, you know, really take it where I need to take it. And about, you know, even going back to school and finishing my degree in theater. Uh, so that was very powerful. Also, um, I had a mentor named Kevin Oliveira. He passed away this year, but he really poured into me before he he passed away. So, I he used to teach, I think it was theater at Clark Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, he had a lot of great foreigners and he actually helped me come up with a, a budget for my production he had an outline and everything so i never had you know anybody to tell me how to do a budget list and you know and how to you know get everything together like he told me to get my llc he's the one who really got my business together because he told me exactly what to do and another person who um, inspired me to just go ahead and push the button was uh, my friend from high school um, named chanel martin um, she's she actually has her master's in chemical engineering and um she's but she's like a motivational speech speaker, you know, and she told me she's like, Hey, you need to create a website, you need to do this, you need to do that. I was like, Well Kevin told me that she's like, Well, you need to do it and I did it that night and she was like, Well, I mean, I told you to do it, but I didn't think he's gonna do it that night. So those are some of the people that um have really inspired me here in Atlanta.
0: Oh man. That is that is really Incredible. Those people seem to have really, um, and I'm sure it was mutual. You, 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 know, you probably were giving to them at the same time. But that seemed like that was such a powerful impact on what you, what you're doing, and that that probably have led to your, really thoroughness and everything that you that you do. So that's great. This has been great yes. to talk with you, Mia, and and, and I like I said it before. I thank you for all the things you've done. You know, uh, a lot of times when when I come in and ask that question about who inspires a person that's a guest on the, on the podcast, I'm talking about someone external, but one thing I can share is that all of the guests, including yourself are very inspirational to me. My creative journey has been all my life, but as you probably can imagine, there's been moments where it wasn't like that for a period of time. And every time I talk to someone like yourself, I just get so reinvigorated in regards to, that this is what God has intended for us all to be. You know, we, right. we, we have been created on this earth to give to others and to create things that don't exist. And so it's, yes. it, it, it's so awesome to talk to you. Tell the people here who have heard the things that you've, you've shared and are excited to know more and to learn more about you, how could they reach out to you? How could they get in touch with you?
1: Oh, okay. Well, um, I have my website, uh, deepgreenwoodtulsa.com. Uh, that has links to my social media on there. It has uh, the trailer to my play. It also has dates uh, when the play is, you know, coming. And it has information about Black Wall Street on there as well, if they want to know more about it. I put a lot of links on there for them to, you know, look at research on their own. If they wanted to that's awesome. uh, um so that's one way um another way is my uh facebook is mia simone and my instagram is mia simone artist
0: that's awesome can i ask a question about the simone is that like your middle name or um or is that like your pseudonym or something like that
1: yeah it just fits me <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cause I, I I I was talking to someone the other day about you joining the podcast, and they're like, "What's her name?" And I was like, "Her name is Mia Simone." And I was like, y- you, "Are you sure that's her whole name?" And I was like, "That's what I know her as. That's her name." So, so it it's work, because I I call you that all the time, so it works out quite well. Um, yeah,
1: I, I I love that name. Like um, I always tell people, it, it's almost my alter ego, um, and. It's also like my—it's not my creative side, but it's more like my my acting, like my dramatic side is me as Simone. And as a writer, you know, my, my my real name is Michelle Walter. And as a writer, that's kind of what I connect with. But as a like an entertainer, when I'm out, it's me and Simone. When I'm doing po- poetry, it's me as Simone. Oh,
0: that so. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, the audience appreciate you giving them that insight into to how you do that and you know who you are. That's fantastic. So, last question here, Mia. So, are you ready? Yeah. So, last question. So, if there's somebody out here there and they are or they were creative and they don't know they don't know what to do. They don't know what the first step is. They don't know how to make sure that they they push along what are some advice you can give to those people in our audience who are like, I want to get going, or I have been going, and I'm just, you know, I'm not getting where I need to be? What are some advice you give to the creatives that are listening to us today?
1: Um, I would say first things first is self love and self self care. Um, so definitely uh, pick some affirmations that really speak to. To your to your life and to you know and really breathe life into you um so i would definitely start there you know taking care of your, your mind because if your mind is not in the right place your creativity doesn't flow um so i would say you know definitely pick some affirmations out um i know one of mine's is uh, i'm destined for greatness and that's something i remind myself of every you know every day and every time i start to lose that creativity I also, you know, try to meditate, get in, you know, my zone. So, and and block everything else out because the world can sometimes be heavy and, you know, it can also cut off that creative flow as well. So sometimes we gotta, you know, get in, get in a, a quiet place to ourselves and, uh, meditate, do some affirmations. And then after that, I would say also, uh, connect with other creative people. You know, a village. Sometimes it takes a village. So, you know, definitely don't feel um, like you're in in it all alone. You know, other people are willing to, to help and to um, to get their creative juices flowing again. So,
0: that is, yeah, that is some great advice. All of those things are just really powerful. You know, the one you mentioned about meditation. That's had such a direct impact on me over the last year or so as I've been getting more involved in that practice and it's just opened up a whole world of possibilities. Um, Mia, it's been so amazing to have you today. Those who are out there, Mia is, is exemplifying and epitomizing what we talk about with the creativity cocktail where we get together and we talk to different creators and their process and how they're making Ways and making mixtures and concoctions within our community. So, Mia, it's been fantastic to have you. I hope you will join us again.
1: Here in the Almost there,
0: So, everyone out there, um, please let's collectively thank Mia for joining us today. And again, this is a creativity cocktail powered by the Rising tide.